0: this is selena fox and welcome to circle of nature my monthly podcast on csnp circle sanctuary network podcast let's explore spring magic sacred land renew us sacred sky refresh us, sacred spirit, inspire us, sacred circle, connect us, that is a chant that I created many years ago and have used in celebrating springtime as a whole and spring equinox in particular. As we take a look at spring the season and ways to do magical workings during the springtime. Let's begin by taking a look at some of the powers of spring. Spring has since ancient times been linked to rebirth, renewal, resurrection. It is a time of letting go of the old and emerging in new ways. And it's been associated not only with fertility and growth, but also with joy and celebration. In some traditions, it is spring equinox when the spiritual year begins. And in some spiritual traditions, the welcoming of the spring is an important part of ways that people practice individually and collectively. There are a variety of types of spring magic. And when I talk about spring magic, I'm talking about focusing intention and attention and directing will to shift consciousness and to bring about results. This can be done for self, for others, for one's home, one's environment for the planet and beyond. So there are a variety of types of spring magic. One that many people are familiar with is that of spring cleaning. Cleansing rites happen prior to the arrival of spring and in some cases, As spring is being celebrated with its arrival, cleansing self spiritually, but it can also be cleansing one's home, one's land, dispelling what is not needed so that new growth can better emerge and prosper. Cleansing also can be done in gardens and fields and other places where plants are grown and harvested for human use. Cleansing rites can be simple or elaborate. They may happen at a particular day such as a new moon or dark moon during the springtime. Some like the full moon as a time for cleansing. Some limit their cleansing work to waning moons. And some people will do the cleansing just prior to spring equinox's arrival. Related to cleansing rites, our home blessing rites and a really powerful way of blessing one's home is as the weather permits temperatures warming and breezes blowing windows and doors of a home are opened up propped open might be a few minutes might be longer and fresh air if one's in an area where fresh air is abundant flows through the dwelling a way of literally letting new air and new light come flowing into the home springtime in some spiritual traditions is a really powerful time for baby blessings, maybe newborns or very young children. In the circle sanctuary community, we often will have a baby blessing rite as one of our celebrations connected with Beltane, the high point of the three month spring season. Another type of spring magic is that of creating new projects, concepts, ideas. They might be artistic creations that are in the works. There might be things that involve mechanical work, it might involve designing a course of study, spring magic to get inspiration, as well as to energize motivation to manifest these projects and bring them to fruition. A Really powerful way to do that is during the springtime. Gardening, farming, other types of agriculture, horticulture, and wildcrafting all benefit from spring magic. Some people will not only clear away the dead wood of last season's growth that has survived over the winter months, clipped away the dead wood but rape gardens pulling off mulching that has protected plants as they are starting to emerge as spring comes on and doing some garden cleanup and then doing a blessing of the garden area. Often it's by moving around the garden, doing a spring chant, or it might also include or instead have the burying of a charm, often it's an egg, in the garden area. But part of spring magic for gardening and farming also can be the blessing of seeds that are to be planted, the blessing of the land itself, attuning to the land, working with the land spirits, inviting their cooperation, calling to the plant spirits, blessing tools that are being used as part of gardening and farming and wildcrafting operations. Of course, spring has long been linked with fertility. The old myth from the ancient Greeks and became part of Greco-Roman paganism, a Persephone's descent into the underworld and reemergence in springtime is all connected with the greening of the land, the returning of new life. Demeter the mother welcomes her daughter back things start greening up, blooming again. So fertility has been part of spring magic at the start of springtime, during the heart of springtime, and leading right into the summertime, the main growing season. Creativity, those who are really looking to enhance one's creativity may find a spring meditation, a spring invocation, incantation, may help with transformation to bring about enhanced creativity. Of course, springtime in the United States and in some other parts of the world is famous amongst those, especially in colleges and universities, as a time for pleasure and fun, the spring break that typically happens sometime in March or during the springtime, taking a break from studies. And so there can be the magic of changing routine and resilience that can come by taking a bit of time off and having some fun. Spring equinox and autumn equinox are times where day and night are of equal length. Balance connected with the equinox is a kind of magic that can be done on Equinox day and Equinox night and the days immediately around them, bringing balance to ourselves, balance to communities. We are part of balance to the larger environment, planet Earth, our home. And March in the Northern hemisphere is a time for literally the greening of life. Earth Day was established in 1970 on April 22nd. And spring magic for some of us, myself included, includes doing environmental magic not only strengthening our awareness of the environment, but attuning to the biosphere, to Gaia, to planet earth, to the earth spirit, to the earth as divine, and to the powers of place where we are located. Learning more about the environment in ways that humankind can take action to be in greater harmony and to mitigate climate change. In March, we have International Women's Day every year on March 8th and the whole month of March in the USA is now known as Women's History Month. So some other spring magic that I and others do have has to do with doing education and activism for equity, gender equity, and bringing about more rights and hopefully equal rights for women, not only in the USA, but it's International Women's Day. And the world itself takes a look at the status of women, What advances have been made for that equity? What more needs to be done? What are specific steps that can be done? We have Beltane in the heart of the springtime, which is a time of the flowering and being able to welcome in the fertility and The joy of new life and growth and passion can be part of Beltane celebrations, a kind of spring magic that many express in a a maple dance with ribbons. Let's take a look at some spring symbols and imagery. Since the most ancient of times, eggs have been linked to springtime. Certainly creatures of different types may be laying eggs at other times of year, but eggs have come to be associated with the spring because they are excellent symbols of new life and rebirth, and generations. Some people like to not only work with actual eggs, raw eggs, or hard-boiled them and color them, but egg symbols um, might be wooden eggs, stone eggs, working with egg imagery in meditation, in charms, There's many ways of being able to work with eggs as a kind of image. Seeds, of course, representing the potential of life. Blessing seeds, selecting seeds, and having them is the heart of a spring ritual is something that's done by individuals and communities in the present day, but this actually dates back in the past as well. In the springtime, the first flowers to start appearing, they're often called spring ephemerals, and they can be representative of the coming spring as well as These early harbingers of spring can be used in meditations and as symbols of the blossoming of many types of vegetation yet to come. Animals change their habits in many places as spring comes on. Hibernating animals start coming out of hibernation. One of the real powerful symbols of spring in many traditions is that of birds as a whole and migrating birds in particular. Many people in the USA who have robins visit as signs of spring will use the robin image as a symbol of springtime. It depends on where you're located, as to what kind of birds may be in your environment year round and what might be visitors. Here in Wisconsin, one of our harbingers of spring are the Eastern bluebirds. And bluebirds, some of the lore, the bluebird of happiness, are just wonderful creatures to observe. And as they return to these Northlands, that's a true sign spring is on its way, if not already present. Of course, a variety of colors are connected with celebrating spring rituals. Green is a favorite color for many, because literally the green is happening in the environment. For some people, it's a variety of shades of green. There's a color of green called spring green, which is a bright green. And being able to see the budding of trees and of other plants and those buds, pussy willows, for example, when they're some of the first to show themselves in this part of Wisconsin, those all are powerful spring images. And of course, flowers. Snowdrops, which are linked to Elok in some places with warmer climes, more temperate climes, show up during the spring season here in Wisconsin as do daffodils and some other flowers. And colors in the early spring often take a more pastel form. And as we move to the high point of spring, Beltane, they become even deeper colors in a number of traditions. Being able to chant as part of spring magic helps us focus our awareness, our intention, and really enhance spring magic. Welcome spring, new life you bring. Welcome spring new life you bring welcome spring new life you bring welcome spring new life you bring that chant which i call the welcome spring incantation short easy to remember and you can speak it if you would prefer not to sing it but essentially it can be repeated and used as a kind of ritual itself to experience the emergence of new life within ourselves, within a community that's chanting it together. Creating an altar to celebrate springtime is a powerful way of doing spring magic. Having an altar that's devoted to Springtime beauty and powers is a reminder of spring, its potential, its many aspects. There are many ways of creating a spring altar. Some people will create a special altar specifically that will be in the home throughout the spring season. Others will have a spring altar outside and offerings for land spirits are often placed at the spring altar outdoors. It might take the form of being in a garden or at the base of a tree. Really powerful place to not only attuned to spring, but to do spring magic. Many people will decorate their year round altar or shrine in their home with some symbols of spring. May put on some uh, vase of flowers, or it might be, some seeds that are sprouting in a flower pot. Um, there's different forms of decoration that can enhance an altar. I like using egg symbols, some flower symbols, and I've worked with seeds as well on altars specifically for spring rituals, as well as the altars that I have, I have several in my home, my main altar and then altars that are honoring particular forms of the divine. What I have now are some tulips that I was able to get at a local market. And while our tulips here in Wisconsin won't be physically appearing for a few more weeks, As we move to the spring equinox, I have them decorating sacred spaces in my home. An altar may also be a place where one does spring divinations, where one does offerings for the divine. It may be the divine In particular forms or in multiple forms, an altar can serve not only decorative purposes, but in a way is a kind of magic itself. Being there present and and you spending time doing magic at the altar, meditation, reflection, strengthens your connection with The season. There are a variety of deities that have been associated with the springtime. You may be aligned with a particular form of divinity in your own tradition, or it may be a pantheon. And if you work with a particular sacred form or forms throughout a year, Then as spring comes around, you may want to work with the divinity specifically in the form of springtime. One of the forms of the divine that I'm aligned with is Bridget. In some traditions, she's considered the spring maiden and in some Celtic traditions, old and new, is considered the beginning of Celtic springtime. I'm living in north central USA and we're in the depths of winter at the beginning of February. So for me, I honor Bridget at that time and prepare for the coming spring. And at spring equinox time, I will dedicate the altar in my home to Bridget as one of the spring altars that I create and have flowers and eggs and seeds and other symbols of spring placed there as well as rigid. Some of the divinities that are specifically um, having spring connections, Dionysus from the ancient Greeks connected with the Eleusinian mysteries. Yes, a god of the underworld, but also a god of the world of vegetation, a form of the green one or green man. Persephone, Hecate, Demeter, Dionysus, and some other divinities are part of the lesser and greater Eleusinian mysteries. If you're part of a Greek pagan reconstructionist tradition, chances are you will have celebrations connected with that mythic cycle in the spring and in the autumn. I have a altar to Dionysus year-round, one of the first divinities I started working with. Uh, long ago, more than fifty years ago, and as the ivy um, appears as the snow melts, it's it's green year round here, but during the winter time, it's usually under a lot of snow. As the ivy starts sprouting new growth, I'll take a sprig of the sprouting ivy and decorate. The altar, recognizing that new life is returning to the land. Ostara is the name that is given in some Wiccan and other pagan traditions for spring equinox celebration. That name actually is a 20th century appellation. Um, Ostara has roots in ancient Germanic paganism, and we know about Ostara because the Venerable Bede, actually a Roman Catholic monk, was writing about various customs long ago. However, we don't have much information on Ostara, and some of her lore especially with her association with rabbits um, has come in more contemporary pagan times and is now part of many people's spring equinox celebrations some say she not only was connected with the spring actually her name is what gives us easter the christian Resurrection festival um, in the English language, and that really comes from Saxon influences. But the month of April was dedicated to her, though contemporary pagans of many paths often will celebrate her in March at spring equinox time instead of waiting until April for that. Another deity that I work with year round, but in special spring magic rituals connected with environmental activism is the ancient Greek goddess of the planet of Earth, Gaia. And Earth Day and Earth Month, which is April, um, is a powerful time to help build awareness of the interconnectedness of all life. And so as part of spring magic for the planet, I will call on Mother Earth. May use one of her other names, Terra, which is the Roman name, Um, but Gaia is another favorite name as a way of honoring her. Green men, green women, green gods, green goddesses, green spirits. These have a long association with the springtime. Beltane in the Northern Hemisphere, late April, early May, has a whole tradition of mumming and Morris dancing and some of the Morris dance troops that are in 21st century world these days, we'll have people dressed up in different outfits representing icons and characters. And the green man is one of the favorite ones amongst a number of the Morris dancers that I know. So you may take a look at what particular spiritual tradition you are aligned with or a culture that you're seeking to tap into, in particular, if it's an ancestral culture, take a look at what the stories about spring are. What are the divinities connected with that? And spring can take a variety of different forms. When I work with Ostara, I not only connect with her as a way of tapping into my Saxon and Germanic heritage, but I connect her with the Dawn. And so I connect Bridget Bridget with the Dawn as well. And I enjoy calling on the powers of the rising sun for personal and planetary renewal and resilience home blessing magic can take a lot of different forms and in addition to airing out one's home literally letting new air flow through by opening a window or multiple windows and opening doorways and letting fresh air come in that way there's many ways of clearing away what it no longer serves as one does, a home blessing. Certainly doing physical cleaning is an important part of that work. Um, Sorting through clutter, cleaning up areas, sweeping, vacuuming, mopping floors. There is a lot of physical cleansing, but rather than seeing that as a chore, to actually have a magical dynamic to it that as you are cleansing you are preparing for new energy to be present in your home not only in coming days and throughout the spring season but in times to come one of my favorite spring magic Rituals involving cleansing and whole blessing is what I call the cleansing of the threshold. This typically I do working with my front door, soap and water, and wiping down not only the face of the door, the back of the door, but the actual threshold itself. And clearing away what is no longer needed, and then wiping it down and um, shining it, and then putting a spring wreath on the front door as a way of adding that connection with spring. Spring tonics. A way of doing spring magic for wellness and healing is to learn about making some herbal teas from newly sprouting greens and as mint comes up i like being able to make a tea from the newly emerging mint leaves Um, Not only peppermint and spearmint, but other forms of mint, including lemon balm, Melissa, Melissa Ficionalis. There's many types of spring tonics. And uh, if you're going to be working with a spring tonic, not only magically but medicinally, make sure that you get good information and about what is good for your body and along with whatever you might be taking in in terms of supplements, vitamins, um, medications. So if you have a holistic healthcare provider, uh, you I would advise you to check in with that person if you're going to be taking a lot of spring um, tonics or talk with someone who is really knowledgeable um, and holistic health, and healing. Um, You want whatever spring tonic that you take in to help you cleanse and get re-energized rather than having um, some reactions that might not be helpful for you. One of my favorite types of spring magic um, is looking for spring on a nature walk. And although we still have snow on the ground here in Wisconsin during the month of March, we start seeing bits of green as the snow melts away. And one of my favorite ways of being able to tune into spring is to get some fresh air and exercise and to just be one with the land, with the environment, the creatures and the plants as spring comes on. Not only looking for sights of coming spring, what plants are budding, what, what new growth is happening on old stems, but listening to the sounds, experiencing the aromas, of budding plants, listening to the sounds of insects and birds and other creatures. It's wonderful to have the spring magic of being immersed in nature communion through nature walks and nature meditations by just being in the present and experiencing the energy of the springtime coming on. One of the things that I like to do in the early morning, just before dawn, as well as at the end of the day, just before night comes, at that twilight time, that time between the worlds, the liminal time, is to be able to be in a natural environment and to look at trees and shrubs and experience the energy of the new life rising in them for some people this is experienced intuitively some actually physically may see the manifestations of the energy fields of the vegetation coming to new life And the magic comes from communing with it, being attuned to the new life springing forth, experiencing it rising in you. And yes, there's a chant that I created back in the 1980s, the new life spring forth chant, which I found is a really powerful way of attuning to the new energy of spring as one is in a natural environment, if one is able to do that, or to call imagery of spring into one's own mind as one does this chant. New life spring forth, new life spring forth. New life spring forth, rise in me. New life spring forth, new life spring forth, new life spring forth, rise in me. New life spring forth, new life spring forth, new life spring forth, rise in me in a group setting to tap into the powers of the new life of springtime experiencing it around you experiencing it within you new life around us new life within us 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 using incantations chants, songs affirmations repeating them helps focus our awareness and intention and helps us direct our magic for the purpose at hand. You may want to use chants for other types of spring magic ceremonies. One of my favorite ones, which actually came from a workshop I did about 10 years ago, is one that has four words. It's my spring renewal meditation. If you are experiencing a need to really get yourself energized as you move through life. And sometimes as we come out of the winter time, there is a lot of transition um, in the North Central US where I make my home these days. There is bits of winter and bits of spring and it goes back and forth for several weeks. And and there can be a lot of cloud cover as the weather patterns shift. It can be gloomy days, even though the days are getting longer. So this chant for spring renewal can actually be done in a variety of settings and can be done as a ritual itself or as a way of getting ourselves energized. Renovate, rejuvenate, innovate, invigorate. Renovate, rejuvenate, innovate, invigorate. Renovate, rejuvenate, innovate, invigorate. So be it. Spring equinox is a powerful time for repatterning. Taking a look at what to dispel and what one wants to be more aware of and have more emerging. A way of balancing ourselves and I'm attuning to the power of the equinoxes. When I do spring equinox magic, I do it several days leading up to the equinox, a time that's known as the equinox tides. I also do that um, for the other equinox in the autumn. And there is different ways to really conceptualize balance. One may physically have um, a type of scale that you see in images of the um, astrological sign Libra or in images of Lady Justice, often a scale and to actually picture that as being in balance. I'm being able to focus on balance at the time of sunrise, at equinox time, um, at nightfall, as the evening comes on. The balancing of dark and light. Equal day, equal night, balancing dark and light equal day equal night balancing dark and light equal day equal night balancing dark and night Equal day, equal night, balancing dark and light. Another equinox chant for the equinox itself and the days leading up to it. Equinox day, equinox night, making magic with inner sight. Equinox day. Equinox night, making magic with inner sight. Equinox day, equinox night, making magic with inner sight. When I work with dark and light in this context, it's looking at the daylight and the nighttime darkness. It's also looking at What is visible? The light in the sunshine. And what is hidden? Potential. So there's different ways to frame the equinox and the balance of dark and light. Divination is a really powerful thing to do to get guidance and creating a ritual, a place, and a time to do divination during the spring can be really a wonderful way to enhance your springtime experience. There are many forms of divination. A simple form is to work with an oracle card deck or a tarot card deck. Some people who do rune work instead of using the more traditional rune stones or runes on wood will actually have rune cards. There are a variety of different kinds of oracle decks, but the one that you will have some attunement to that you're, you're already familiar with the deck and have worked with it, having a notebook or a means for recording what your divination is about and what results you get. That's an important piece of this, creating a sacred space for the divination. And a simple one card divination technique would be, after you've created the space is to Shuffle the cards, have your focus, guidance for the springtime. Um, as you're starting spring, this can be really good as part of a welcoming spring ritual, spring equinox ritual might be done at the springtime full moon or darker new moon. And to call on the guidance guidance for the springtime come, guidance for the springtime come, guidance for the springtime come. You may want to chant that as you are shuffling your cards. When you have a sense that the right card is on top, you're shuffling them face down, then pause a few moments. And then as you turn over that card, See what messages come to you as you gaze into the card. It's a really good idea for divination is to write down the day, the time, the place, the method you're using, what card you got, and what its meaning is, um, and what your interpretation of its meaning is for you. That's just one example of a divination method. Another is what I call my choices for new growth divination. Involves working with a hard boiled egg or an egg symbol, three-dimensional, and one that you can put symbols on. You take the egg, you draw a circle at each end. You put a symbol to represent yourself. It might be your initials at one end, at the other end, um, a symbol to represent the sacred to you. It might be your um, belief symbol, it might be a pentacle or an Owen or a Thor's hammer or a solar cross, it's something that represents your spirituality. So your initials one end and a spiritual symbol to represent your connection with spirituality, and then divide the egg into four panels. Now, some people use marker, crayons are what I often use. And then come up with four different things that you might do. Consider trying out in the springtime um, to aid your growth and development in your life. It might be, I'm going to do more reading in this particular area, or I might um, start taking more fresh green vegetables into one's life. It might be something on a physical level, a mental, emotional, social, spiritual, energetic. Uh, Come up with four choices for Something that you could do to enhance growth and well being for yourself. When I teach this method, I developed this many years ago, and we have more instructions at the Circlesanctuary.org website under my Celebrating the Seasons, um, which is an online guide for doing celebrations of all the seasons. And it's the egg. Um, new choices for growth uh, divination. Use a symbol to represent each of those four choices. Put that on each of the panels. I suggest that you pick some choice that's really easy to do. You think you could add that to your life without that being really hard. And one that's going to be more challenging and a couple in the middle. And then You can do this outdoors, ideally, or you can do it inside if you don't have good access to an outdoor place where you could roll an egg without having some interference from those who don't understand egg rolling divination, and then call for the guidance for new growth to come, and then roll your egg, and when it comes to rest, see what side has surfaced and that's up on top. That's your choice. That's your divination. So a couple examples of divination that you may find helpful to do. I've been developing a variety of different approaches for spring divination and I think that divination itself is a kind of magic for you consult the divine, that's where the name divination comes from, to get guidance um, for some aspect having to do with yourself or others, the planet, and being able to include divination as part of your spring magic is really fabulous. I think it's important To take time out during the springtime at the beginning as well as in the heart of spring throughout the springtime to really tune in to the greening of life, to really get out and be in natural areas. If you are in a metropolitan area, if you live in the heart of a city, one of the wonderful things about urban and suburban areas, even... um, Though you aren't in a totally natural area, typically there are parks and there are places you can go where you can observe the environment of creatures and plants of the greening earth and the warming breezes, the, the lengthening days of sunshine, the moisture that comes, that brings life. Of course, every environment is different. And in these days of increasing climate change, uh, sometimes spring weather can be quite unpredictable. However, being able to get off screen and into the green can be therapeutic for self and can enhance your connection with the spring season. So another part of spring magic is to actually attune to the spirit of spring, the beginning of spring, the heart of spring, and the conclusion of spring as it moves into the summer months. I think taking on new clothing, you may want to purchase or make some article, of clothing or some other adornment that you would wear as you take on the new garment or necklace or ring or crown um, of leaves or flowers. Experience yourself taking on the energizing, rejuvenating powers of spring. These are just some of the approaches to spring magic. As with magic of many types and many times of year, it is good to make a note of the kind of magic that you're doing. If you're going to be doing a chant as a kind of ritual, or if you're going to be doing a more elaborate ritual, make a note of what you've done what the focus is, and after you have completed, also write down some impressions. this not only helps provide a record for you in your growth in spiritual practice and magical expertise, but it strengthens your connection with what you have done. I'd like to conclude with a welcome spring chant that I created more than 20 years ago. It involves working with the five elements of nature. We honor the fertile earth. We honor the warming breezes. We honor the waxing light. We honor the nurturing rains. Welcome spring, new life to bring to land, to us, to all. Welcome spring, rebirth, we sing within and round us all. Attuning to each of the elements is part of spring magic, the greeting of the earth, the warming breezes of the air, the waxing light, the fire of the sun, the nurturing rains of the sacred water, and the spirit as springtime, and the circle of nature of which we are all part deepens our connection with nature and its matching. Circle of nature around us circle of nature within us. Thank you for being part of spring magic on Circle of Nature. Learn more about ways to celebrate spring at circlesanctuary.org. And on my social media, Selena Fox updates on Facebook, Selena underscore Fox, on Twitter, Selena Fox on Instagram. And yes, some teachings, rituals, and magic are on the Circle Sanctuary YouTube channel, as well as my Selena Fox YouTube channel. And for more information about CSNP and all the amazing podcasts that we've done in the past, are doing in the present and that are yet to come, be sure to like us on Facebook, see us in podcast, and check out our webpage at the circlesanctuary.org website. Many blessings, many thanks.